Hello and welcome back finally to the Flying Green Sports <laughs> Podcast. I said podcast plural. This is one podcast, but there are two hosts. I'm Michael Nanny. This yes. is Brian Neville, and we are finally back. The NFL season is upon us. We are only what four days away from the season opener. Yeah. Seven days away for the Eagles. Eight for the Jets because they have the Monday night game this week, which, as we said before we started recording, this is a little frustrating. You have to wait that extra day, wait but the whole day. at least I get to sit back, watch all the games on Sunday, get to watch Eagles Patriots, which would be a great game, <laughs> but uh. Football's back, so the boring part of the year is over, and now the only part of the year that truly matters has finally arrived. So, Brian, how do you feel? I'm excited. I mean, I didn't really get to watch a ton of the preseason, um, but I know a lot of the young cornerbacks showed out, specifically like Eli Ricks. So, and Jalen Carter played really well. So that's usually like in the beginning of the season, that's what I really look forward to the most other than, you know, just watching the team is I love watching the young guys and the rookies that'll play like Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. So I'm excited to see them get an actual game action in games that actually matter and see how they perform. Yeah. Jets preseason, obviously they had the extra game with the hall of fame hall of fame game. So felt like a little more preseason than we got used to the past few years. So it dragged a little bit, but that's preseason. It was cool to, get that those couple of drives in with Aaron Rodgers in the starting offense. Obviously we got the touchdown from Rodgers to Wilson, a little sneak peek of what could be to come over the next few months. But um, yeah, so I mean, I guess, how do you want to start off? Should we kind of go over maybe our expectations for both the Jets and Eagles going into this year? We've had the full off season by this point, we've had training camp preseason. So um, we're pretty much was, ready to go. I was going to say, you know, when you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, like in the preseason, um, I'm sure you've seen the video of him and Jihad Ward. I think that's his yeah. name getting into it. That yeah. one. That was that was funny. He said he doesn't even know who he is. That was really funny. Um gotta love it if you're a Jets fan, really fire you up for the touchdown pass. Um also speaking of uh Garrett Wilson, I really want to draft him in fantasy this uh this year. We have our draft Tuesday, right? Yeah, Tuesday draft. Tuesday. Um uh, Garrett we're, Wilson. We're keeping it late. Is, I like that. Most a lot of people probably have done it maybe weeks, even months mm-hmm. ago. But I do it as late as possible so you have all the information you need. No surprise yeah. injuries. No injuries. No. We know exactly what we're looking at. No nonsense. But Gary Wilson's definitely someone that I uh, I'll be looking uh, to keep an eye on in in fantasy. Um, but yeah, what do you uh? What are some of your expectations for the Jets? Maybe like in division, you think they could win the division? If they could make any noise in the playoffs, what are you uh? What are you looking forward for? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think the Jets have Super Bowl expectations. Whenever you trade for a player of Rodgers' caliber, that clearly is the expectation. I don't think they're shooting for anything less than that. But um, Mm. for me, I'm definitely keeping my expectations in check in the sense that, you know, it's not Super Bowl or bust for me. But I think at minimum, I want to see playoffs and preferably at least one playoff win. But Mm -hmm. to hold this team to Super Bowl or bust after – you know, 11 straight seasons of no playoffs, only won seven games last year, I think is a little much. But at the same time, I do think they are capable of making that run. Yeah. It's just the thing I think we need to see is like where they slide into the picture in the AFC because there's just so many teams in this conference that feel like they have mm-hmm. Super Bowl caliber rosters. Like it really feels like the NFC kind of feels like it's wide open. You know, the Eagles are, I think, still the top dogs over there. But other than that, it feels like anyone can kind of jump into the picture. But AFC, 
It's like the Bills, Bengals, Chiefs have all really so established themselves. Yeah, it's always those. Like, they're the powerhouses. Top three, yeah. You got to go through them. Then you have teams like Jacksonville coming up. Baltimore is always in the mix. Pittsburgh, Chargers, Dolphins, even the Browns. Like so many talented teams. So mm-hmm. we got to see where the Jets slide in in the middle of all those teams. And can they beat some of those teams? Because they played the Dolphins and Bills twice apiece. They played the Chiefs. So how are they going to play against these teams? Are they going to be able to win those big games to put themselves in a good position come playoff time? So I think the Jets can play with anyone. They're finally a team that can win any game because they have the quarterback. But where do they slide in by the time the playoffs come? I think that remains to be seen. But at least as a Jets fan, it's just exciting to be in that conversation right now. So hopefully it could sustain throughout the season. But I'm curious to ask you as someone who's, not a Jets fan, looking from the outside, you know, you're seeing mm-hmm. hard knocks, you're seeing all the hype and expectations. What What is your perception of this Jets team? And then also all just the, you know, off-field stuff with hard knocks and Rodgers and everything. Yeah, I, um, uh, looking on the outside, I think the Jets are probably the team to beat in that division. I'd have them over okay. Buffalo because I think, you know, they have probably what a top three defense in the whole league. Terrific offensive weapons. The O-line is looking improved from last year. And then, you know, you get Aaron Rodgers, who we were talking about so long. When will they do it? Will they do it? And they finally do it. And it seems like Rodgers kind of has a little bit of life shot back into him. You know, you could tell he was in the past couple of years in Green Bay. It was kind of just dragging out. He didn't really want to be there. And now he gets this youth movement in New York. And it seems like he's really excited um, to go and play football again and, when Aaron Rodgers is is on his A game, he's. I mean, you have Patrick Mahomes, but I mean, there's it's tough to to beat Aaron Rodgers. Um, so I think you know, outside of the Chiefs and maybe the Bengals, the the Jets are are right up there. Uh, I put them with them, but I don't know if you could say they're above that level yet. You have to see, you know, how how the team clicks in the regular season. Yeah, and that that's cool to hear from a Jets fan because it kind of feels like they've become a one of the more hated teams in the league. I feel like a lot of people want to see the Jets fail because they're so used to the Jets just being mm-hmm. that laughing stock that you could always fall back Little on. Memes. Like it's easy to make a joke or a meme about the Jets. Everyone can kind of <laughs> rely on that. So they don't want to see their old reliable joke go out the window. Then they got to come up with something creative now. So that's why I think people are so afraid of the Jets finally being good. <laughs> but like, like there's shaking in their boots. substance there. Yeah. Yeah. Shaking in their boots. But uh, like, I think what a lot of those people miss is that like there is true reason that the Jets could be good. It's more than just Aaron Rodgers is here. Like there yeah, is have a roster at every place. position, yeah. And uh, anyone who watched them last season could tell that the only reason they won seven games was the quarterback position. They had so much positive outside of that. And if you just substituted average quarterback play last year, it's probably a nine ten win team. But you put Aaron Rodgers now, and the ceiling is even higher than that. So yeah, I gotta I gotta ask you, um. Watching Zach Wilson the preseason, yeah. how did you uh, how did you think he looked? He was solid. I think there was there were signs of improvement for sure. I think you could certainly see some of the ways Rodgers is already affecting him. Just with, uh, I think his decision making was better. He really did a good job of protecting the ball. Uh, mm-hmm. He was willing to take checkdowns. He got it out faster, and even like some of the mechanics, I think you could see some Roger. He already did have Rodgers influence, but. <laughs> Just like with the way he kind of turns his hips or throws on the move, yeah. I think you could kind of see that. He's trying to work some of those things into his game. Even on hard knocks, you could see Rodgers working on some of that with him and some other clips that the Jets have shared. Rodgers kind of working on 
some mechanic stuff with him. So I think there was improvement, but uh, at the same time, you still have to see it in the regular season and sustain to believe in it. Because even in his rookie preseason two years ago, he was really, really good. And then obviously we know what happened after that. So, uh, so it's hard to say he's definitively improved or anything, but he took steps in the right direction. He didn't, he wasn't explosive or anything. It was a lot of check downs and short throws, but he was, you know, stable and consistent, which is a lot more than you could say about where he was last year. But um, let's talk about the other green flying team in the Northeast the Eagles looking to defend their NFC championship, hopefully get a step mm-hmm. further than they did last year. And looking at the NFC, I mean, there's just not a lot of competition that I'm afraid of if I'm the Eagles right now. I mean, the Lions are an up and coming team. Yeah, I was just going to say the Lions. Still stacked yeah. in, with talent. And, you know, it's a good division in the NFC East, but it's just they don't really have that quarterback firepower that the AFC has. So, yeah, Taylor yeah. Hurts is still got, what, the king over there. So, Dak Prescott's probably the yeah, second Dak best quarterback. Probably in number the two, conference. maybe Goff or Geno Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, Smith. I mean, Fields and Love are going to try to make their push. Yeah, Derek Carr out there now, but we're talking Jalen Hurts, a guy who's in the MVP running versus a lot of just, you know, mm-hmm. good, not great quarterbacks. Whereas all like the stars are in the AFC. You're Josh Allen, Burrow, Rodgers, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, even. Like I would put all those guys maybe number two in the NFC. Yeah. So, I, I, uh, so how are you looking at this Trevor NFC Lawrence. picture? Yeah, speaking of Trevor Lawrence, real quick, I think the Jaguars are probably gonna have a good year and I could definitely see them making yeah. some noise maybe in the playoffs again um but going on to the eagles i mean i you said it's probably not super bowl or bust for the jets and i would say it probably is for the eagles yeah um just because you were there and you know you lost some some key starters uh most notably um javon hargrave to san francisco but you replace him with uh jalen carter who looked absolutely phenomenal in uh preseason and teammates have just been raving about how dominant he's been in practice so you feel like it maybe could even be an upgrade depending on how he plays um but i'm i mean yeah this team got a a little bit of depth at receiver i I don't really know how to say his name the receiver from the falcons oh let us that that guy a little backup receiver um quez Watkins will still be receiver three who i've had a lot of beef with in our previous podcast and I <laughs> talked about how he was going to cost the Eagles at some point and he did um, but you know Jalen Hurts has looked great in training camp has, hasn't turned the ball over much in um, joint practices uh, you probably upgrade your running back room with Rashad Penny and DeAndre Swift over Miles Sanders I don't really see an area where they got really weaker maybe besides linebacker but this gives Nakobe Dean an opportunity to go in and start and really make his impact on the defense. Yeah, I'm looking at the Eagles roster. One thing that kind of stands well, out. Safety, you know, well, safety. They only have four receivers. Also. I mean, what do you think of that? Yeah, they um it's weird because they um they cut Britton Covey, who is kind of like that fifth guy. Um, but he's on the practice squad and he was he was also the like the punt returner. Um, so I'm wondering if, like, for the, for the games, if they'll just uh, call him up, because four receivers is pretty light. Um, and if you know if one of your guys, AJ or Devonte, goes down, then what do you do? So I'm, I mean, I'm wondering if maybe, I mean, there's not much time before the season starts, but if they would try and make a move to sign some free agent 
you know, veteran who's looking to uh, win a ring, possibly. Julio's funny. still out there. <laughs> I saw a tweet. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald said he's not retired yet, so that'd be funny to see. See like forty something year old Larry Fitzgerald out there, but I mean <laughs> he, he probably wouldn't drop anything though. So that's uh, an upgrade from Quez Watkins, but yeah, four receivers is light. Um, but AJ and Devontae have shown that they're not really, especially Devontae, they're not really injury prone. So as long as uh, you know, you you'd like five receivers, but hopefully none of these guys get hurt. And the Eagles are also kind of just built on the run game, you know that RPO kind of style, to where they could really jump out to an early lead and then just win in the trenches. So we'll see how that comes back to affect them. I'm not the biggest fan of four receivers, but you know, I don't I don't get to make the roster. So Yeah, the Jets have seven receivers right now. So kind of on different ends of the spectrum with the receivers. But um I mean let's talk about the Eagles schedule a little bit. So starting out in New England with a, mm-hmm. a game I think the Eagles should win, but you know it's always tough to go into Foxborough. Um then the Jets starting off the Bills. So well, I guess we'll start with the Eagles. What are your expectations for this game? I mean, I I, I was going to ask, do you think they should win? I, I think we can both agree on that. But mm-hmm. how do you think the Eagles are going to pull this one off? And what are some of the things that are most important for them to get it done? I think um, this will be kind of not like a heated matchup, but uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, who recently newly acquired receiver for the Patriots, you know, the Eagles had a little bit of beef with him on – Twitter because of all the James Bradbury holding that he was taking shots. So there's definitely going to be um, a little bit of excitement level in that game. Um, but the Patriots, I still, I still think they only have one quarterback on their active roster. Right. And I was, I, think so, I was yeah. thinking to myself, like, <laughs> what if Mac Jones gets hurt? I mean, I, I assume they'll probably call up, I think Bailey Zappi. Oh, Matt Corral. They just got Matt Corral. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I was going to say, you know, they could that call That was up. weird though. <laughs> Got both of I their thought, I thought backup quarterback. Zappy played well when he yeah. needed to. Um, but yeah, I mean the Patriots have a, always have a stout defense. They're not a team that will go away easily. So you know, Bill Belichick coach team is not going to be easy to beat, especially on the road. Um, the Patriots' strength is definitely their defense, and the Eagles. Um, I think they could really. Patriots offensive lines all right, pretty solid, but nothing fantastic. So, and the Eagles have one of the best pass rushes in the league and being able to rotate these defensive linemen in and out. And I think that's probably how they'll, you know, hopefully win the game is like you said before, I think we both expect them to win the game, but it's not going to be um, by a blowout, you know, week one, there's going to be some sloppiness, miscommunication, stupid turnover, stupid flags. Um, but the pass rush is on Reddick, Josh Sweat, Nolan Smith, all these guys, I think that'd be the key for the Eagles uh, to win the game. Just, attack Mac Jones and force him to make a few bad throws. Yeah, and then I guess we'll talk a little bit about the Jets and the Bills before maybe turning to the rest of the league. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is a huge game to start the season because yeah. we expect these two teams are going to be in a neck-and-neck race for the division to the end of the year. Maybe Miami gets involved, but um, these are probably your two favorites. So right off the bat, Aaron Rodgers has to make his debut with his new team and – do it on prime time with against the team he's mm-hmm. trying to win the division again. So very important uh, game to start. You'd like to see the Jets get off to a good start here. I think the Bills are getting one or they're one point favorites right now. So okay. very close matchup for sure. But um, you look at the way these teams played last season. They split the season series. 
both of the home teams winning. But yeah. um, the Jets were able to do that with Zach Wilson in the first game when they got the win. And then the second one, Mike White getting knocked out multiple times <laughs> for Joe Flacco, who in like five plays missed a wide open throw, had a fumble. So a lot of quarterback drama. And yet the Jets were able to split with the Bills. In the second game, they only lost by a score despite all that. And uh, so, yeah, they played the Bills really well last season, uh, especially defensively. Those were the two worst yardage totals the Bills had all year with their two games mm-hmm. against the Jets. So defensively, they had their number. It's just can Aaron Rodgers and that offense play, yeah. get on the same page immediately and be able to play against this defense. But there's some big news that affects that recently. Von Miller is not going to be playing in this game. He's still on pup, so he's going to miss yeah, the first four games. So that's a pretty big loss right there. He did a strip sack in one of the games last year. Um, and you could, even when he went out at the end of last season, the Bills' pass rush wasn't quite the same without him. So I feel like Von Miller's been injured every single season for the past like five years. Yeah, he's, it, it would be cool to see how many sacks he could have racked up to this point without that because he has had some injuries. But, uh, you know, even at his age, he was still so good last year. So. Mm-hmm. Without him out there, that changes changes a lot. It's big for you know this Jets offensive line, which is probably the biggest question mark on the team. And it has talent; it should be improved. It's just the durability and the chemistry, are, I, I think, are the issues. Because the starting five they put out there in this game, they didn't play a single preseason snap together. Yeah, they haven't played a single training camp snap together. Uh, because Dwayne Brown, he just came off pup; he was out for most of most of August. Um, Makai Becton was at right tackle or left tackle for most of the preseason until he finally moved to right tackle towards the end. Um, and then some of the other starters missed some time, but four the four guys did play in the first couple drives of the last preseason game. Just Brown didn't play. So they got a little yeah. bit of work in together. But, you know, it wasn't a real game that they were calling. It was just quick passes and stuff to protect Rodgers. So, uh, so, yeah, that's the question, the chemistry and the durability. So, Vaughn being out, it changes a lot. So it's hard to say the Jets should win this game. And you can't say that because the Bills are such a good team. I think especially this is going to be a great divisional game. games, you never yeah, division game. All those are always contested. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say the Jets should win. This is a very 50-50 type game. Yeah. But they got yeah, a good I think I think you're here. expecting a win kind of in this sense. Yeah, like being at home and Miller being out, I think it's they have a chance to get a big win here to set the tone for the season because their early schedule is pretty tough. And that's all they had. What the Chiefs week four? Yeah, Chiefs week four. Um, after the Cowboys, Bills game, Cowboys, so Pats. Chiefs. Hey, week six. That, Look at that one. Broncos <laughs> and the Eagles in week six into the bye week. So tough early schedule. You never know exactly how good teams are going to be, but we can assume teams like the Chiefs and the Eagles are probably going to be good. So it looks like it's going to be a hard start to the season. So if you can get a division win on prime time in week one, just the confidence you get out of that and avoiding the desperation of needing to go into Dallas and avoid going 0-2, yeah. it would be a huge confidence booster. So um, we'll see what happens. But it's I feel like the Jets are going to be able to pull this one off. I don't want to say that, predict that they will <laughs> just yet, but – I, I like the way things are trending because the way the preseason went, like there were a lot, a lot of O-line questions, but Brown got healthy. Becton stayed healthy and played better and better. Finally got the right tackle. And the other starters got healthy and they got snaps together. It really seemed like it was starting to come together. It is starting to come together at the right time. So 
I like things the way things are trending going to that game. Yeah, no the the hype buying the Jets. I'm I'm totally buying it. I think, like I said before, I think they'll win the AFCs, and I think they'll be one of those top three uh, seeds. It's weird. Like I never want to say the Chiefs are like the best team in that conference, but somehow they just like their defense isn't really great, but somehow they just always get it done. Yeah, it's like just their roster is Mahomes and Reed are just and Kelsey, I guess, are just that dominant that they overcome. And I guess they do have a good O line as well, but defensively, yeah, like they're but they hit average, on these like low average guys every single year. They have no receivers. <laughs> their running backs aren't that great. Like roster wise, pretty, pretty yeah, he, he's he's pretty solid. I should have given given him more credit, but like overall roster wise, you look at the Bengals and the Bills yeah. and even the Jets now. It's like they feel like they're stronger teams, but Mahomes has somehow just been that just, great and able to pull it out. So, and that's what's cool about having Rodgers. Like to have a quarterback who can, especially in this conference, go head to head with some of these other superstar quarterbacks. It's something the Jets haven't been able to do. So, should allow them to win some of these close games. But I mean, let's talk about the rest of this week one schedule. I mean, what are mm-hmm. some of the games that? Speaking of the Chiefs, who will be opening the season in a couple of days against the Lions, that's a very Chiefs interesting Lions, matchup. A, I was wondering if they give it. Yeah, I wonder if they were going to give it to the Eagles and the Chiefs. Uh, you know, a little Super Bowl rematch to open the season, but for some reason, I don't know why. I just I'm I'm buying into the Lions hype, and it wouldn't shock me if they went in to Kansas City and won. I don't. I mean, no Jameson Williams, which kind of sucks. Um, I think what is he out for? He got suspended for like the first six games or something like that. Yeah. I think. Um, but there's just you know they get a guy like C.J. Gardner Johnson. Um, they got younger on the outside. There's just something about them. I'm not gonna say if they're gonna win, but uh, the Lions are are looking promising this year. If they could get on a roll, it's a team that I don't think you want to face late going into the year. Yeah, I don't know if they win this game, but I agree. I'm I'm all in on the Lions hype just because I don't like that many NFC teams. I think <laughs> they're definitely going to – I really like them to win that division for sure because you know, I, without Rodgers, I don't see Green Bay doing a whole lot. I'm yeah. not buying into Justin Fields. And the Vikings were total frauds last year. They're, <laughs> they're going to fall off. So I, I like the Lions in that division. And you just look at the rest of the conference, and I don't see any many teams that have – what the Lions have going in terms of just, you know, a really good culture, good coach. And then, you know, they, they were a great offense last year. And then they did a lot to improve the defense this offseason. Yeah, they got, they got a couple of these young guys, you know, they drafted Brian Branch. Yeah. They got uh, Jack Campbell at Iowa rookie. So they, Picked and up, then uh, even Gardner Johnson Gibbs. from the Eagles. Yeah. Gardner Johnson. They even drafted Jameer Gibbs, who's an electric playmaker. Um, you know, they have Amon Ross St. Brown, who's great. They got a great offensive line. Sam Laporta, tight end. I think he's also out of Iowa. Yeah. Um, so they got a lot of these and a guy, young quarterback guys. And Goff, who in the NFC is probably right up there as one of the better quarterbacks and yeah, has I've been never, to a Super Bowl out of that conference. I've never really been like a huge Jared Goff guy, but somehow he just always like finds a way to win some yeah. of these games. Uh, but yeah, the Lions like he's, have not, a, he's not a game breaker, but I think the way that they play, his style fits it, and he can be really efficient. Like and the Lions' offense was one of the best last year. It was just their defense yeah. was 
so terrible. That's why I they mean, they they lost with Jamal Williams to take like those one yard touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you would ever do is just come in inside the five and it would just boop, touchdown Jamal Williams in fantasy. 15 touchdowns, um, superstar. How do you stop <laughs> this man? <laughs> this guy's touchdown per carry rate is through the roof. Um, but I think Jameer Gibbs will be terrific for the Lions. Like I said, they're incredibly young. Aiden Hutchinson is only going to get better. You got guys like Jack Campbell taking C.J. Gardner-Johnson from the Eagles. Um, Brian Branch, who could either play corner or safety. Um, it's a promising team. And even their special teams, don't sleep on that. They also have a couple of great special teams uh, members on their team. And, you know, uh, Dan Campbell it seems to be like a coach that players want to play for and play hard for. So, um, honestly, the Lions are winning Thursday. I said it here. All right, all right. I want to buy in, but like on the road. All right, fine. I'm I'm getting on board. I'm hopping on the Lions bandwagon this week. <laughs> this week. What going, the Chiefs are probably right. right. Like, I'm gonna say what like four. Eh, I'll say three point. Maybe like six. I think it'll be a little think? higher. Maybe like six. Chiefs I'm gonna look it up right now. Spread. I'm gonna say guess six and a half. It is six and a half. Yes, it is six and a half. I didn't think it'd be that high. I would, yeah, I would take the. Not a lot of lines. Give me the six here. and a half if I was. To... Although on the road, that's not too disrespectful. Betting but... will be uh, legal in North Carolina, I think, in January. Yeah, just in time for playoffs. Yes, perfect. Just need to lose all my money for the playoffs. <laughs> but um, mm, hammer jets. Yeah, I like. I think we're gonna see Lions Eagles NFC Championship. I they do. I can see that happening. I don't. I love San Francisco's roster, but I just don't buy into Brock Purdy. I think they have a lot of injury Bunch prone of cry babies guys. Over there. Kyle Shanahan is not a great coach in the playoffs, so I don't know. I don't buy into San Francisco. I think they'll be they'll win that division, but I think yeah. the Lions have a run in them this year. I mean, the Seahawks are even a sneaky team out there. Um, you know, led by franchise altering quarterback Geno Smith. <laughs> they got they got better. On defense, their O line's been improving. They lose a guy like Rashad Penny, but they have terrific, especially uh, Jack- Jackson Smith and Jigba, who's playing terrific in preseason. Always liked him. Talked about him, possible Eagles target. Um, but the, the Seahawks are definitely someone you got to watch out for in that division. But it, it definitely is the uh, the 49ers division to lose. And Seattle is interesting. I'm trying to figure out what I think of them because. I like their pieces, but I almost feel like what they did last season is about what their ceiling is because mm-hmm. just just like how are they better is what I, I'm trying to figure out. And, and Gino Hargrave. had a great season, but is that going to be his peak? You know, is he even going to replicate that? So I, I have questions about the Seahawks. They could be a dark horse if they yeah. can figure it out. But like, I don't, I don't think their defense has enough. Like, uh, obviously they have Tariq Wollin, who's a great talent, and some other pieces, but like. I don't just see it as an elite defense, and then offensively, it's like a good offense, but I don't see yeah, how the Lions it's are a Eagles solid level. Team, but something it's a solid you know, team. You know, I mean, they got DK Tyler Lockett's always always great, an underrated receiver, but yeah, I mean, Gino is Isn't solid for Jackson Smith and Jigba out now for a while. I think he might miss what the first week or so because he had what surgery. Yeah, I, I think I saw that he had. An I know it was like right around week one. Yeah, he might miss um, week one, but yeah, they, they'll have to get in a wild card spot, which is possible. I mean, the but... thing for them too is that they both have, for the Niners and Seahawks is 
they're probably going to get four free wins out of those other two teams in that division. <laughs> I mean, there are so many terrible teams. In the, and I, I wouldn't say so many, but between Rams and Cardinals, those are two really bad teams. And then I think you look at the South and the AFC, you have the Colts and the Texans, I think, are going to be pretty bad. So there Colts. are some teams that could give some free wins out this year. Yeah, we were going to talk about some week one games that we were looking forward to. And honestly, I mean, I'll start, you know, Bengals, Browns is a big one. But uh, for some reason, Jaguars, Jaguars, Colts kind of getting my attention. You know, Anthony Richardson debut, starting quarterback. See how the Jaguars look. uh, See how Trevor Lawrence looks with a true number one receiver in Calvin Ridley, uh, who's finally coming back after – his heinous, heinous crime of gambling. Yeah. How dare he? How dare he do that? Sit out the whole year. Um, so he'll be coming back. But Bengals Browns um, was definitely one of the most exciting matchups of the week. Yeah, a couple. One game that stands out for me here. I'm looking at Niners Steelers. Like I was making some or thinking about what my predictions would be recently, and I was thinking about the AFC wild cards and like the Steelers. Like they always find a way. (laughs) They always find a way, right? Like nine and eight last year, it seemed as if it felt like they were bad last year, and they still ended up going nine and eight. It's just as long as Mike Tomlin Tomlin is there, yeah, we're gonna get that winning record. And then as long as they have a healthy T.J. Watt, and if you saw Kenny, I don't know if you saw Kenny Pickett in the in the preseason this year. Yeah, he looked good. I wasn't a believer in him. I've never really been a huge fan, but he was lighting it up this preseason. Mm -hmm. So. I feel like the Steelers have to be in that mix. And Kenny then, two know, gloves. Kenny two gloves. Kenny many hands against Brock <laughs> Purdy, trying to show he's not a fraud, just a check down artist, Brock scheme Freddy. merchant. Broad Purdy. <laughs> Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a, a really interesting game. I I'm very curious to see. There's especially in Pittsburgh. That leap, yeah. Uh, in Pittsburgh, and then you know Purdy. Pittsburgh. Are you a Purdy believer? I'm kind of, I'm a no, huge No, I hate anything related to the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, you know, it's an offense that's designed, I think, to help the quarterback, which, you know, I'm not going to, like, blame that on him. Like, yeah. obviously, you know, do your job and take what, what you're given. But, yeah, I, I haven't seen enough. You know, he's got playmakers all around him. I haven't seen enough of himself really – elevating his team like yeah. someone you could say like a Jalen Hurts who also has tremendous weapons around him but you know Hurts has the ability with the RPOs and to beat you with his legs and he showed off a tremendous arm talent last season he showed that that improvement that you want to see from a young quarterback yeah I, I agree like it's just a very quarterback friendly offense I feel like you know credit to him for coming in and executing but you know, he kind of just took what was there and then... Yeah, especially the, off probably the top defense in the league, too. Yeah, top defense. They have great yak receivers who, who create a lot of free yards for him. And I feel like... Best that's running back drafted. in the league. Best running back. Debo's probably the best yak guy. Kittle, maybe the best Kittle's yak tight top. end. Yeah. So, and best I feel like tackle that's why they, in the league. <laughs> they got everything. So it, it's scary to think what the Niners could be if they had a good quarterback, which is why I think they drafted... Trey Lance because they wanted someone who could you know do yeah, all that. Easy I've always stuff, been a big, also, a big Trey Lance guy. I mean, yeah, like if they had someone who could do all that, but also add more weapons on top of that, you know, mm-hmm. some mobility, some arm talent deep, then they could be a really scary team. But I feel like they're just only going to go as far as you know, as far as their health takes them, and their offensive line, and the defense. And once you need a quarterback to go 
shot for shot with a Jalen Hurts or a Geno Smith, the gunslinger, then uh, I don't know if Purdy's going to be able to do that. So I like this Niners Steelers game. Um, Dolphins Chargers. I think those are that's two Chargers are horses speaking right of there. more frauds. That's another fraud right there. Yeah, someone you know, in the AFC is going to have to be a fraud. Like, there's a lot of these teams that seem like they're in the mix, but someone has to fall off just because that's the law of how it works. Someone has to win lose every game. And it was so, proven in science. Chargers, uh, every year it's the same thing. They have all this talent, and then <laughs> yeah. they're just a nine-win team. Tremendous roster. They sneak into the playoffs somehow. And the Dolphins are kind of the same. They can't same, even beat the Broncos on the road. That's an interesting one. Um, uh, Cowboys, yeah, Giants, and NFC East. On prime they time. always play week one. I don't, yeah. <laughs> they always – it's like the Eagles and the uh, the Commanders used to always play. I don't remember the last time the Eagles had a home game week one. I think it was like the last time I remember was against the Jaguars in 2014. Yeah, Jets usually play at home for the most part. So it's so irritating. I'm tired of watching my team go on the road. But I kind of like road games. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, if there's one game where you see a massive upset happening, like I'm not talking about a close game or like, I don't know. I don't know what the Steelers Niners like, is, but like that's a close game. Talking about week Titans one Saints, here, like, massive upset. Super upset in week one. Who's um, your favorite target here? Let me look through. Um, Maybe Buccaneers over the Vikings. I, I, that's a good one. Because you know about the Vikings are frauds. The receipt so. that the they don't really have that great secondary and and Tampa Bay strength is definitely in its receivers. Yeah, Baker Mayfield looked solid. Um, yeah, so I can see that. Yeah, I'm trying to. I, I'm gonna go with a game that you highlighted earlier, and I, I'm not saying I'm predicting this will happen, but how about the Colts over the Jaguars what? at home divisional game? I feel like Anthony Richardson is gonna be this quarterback this year, where it's either the top of the top or the low of the low and probably more so of the lows but there might be a game here or there where he takes some there's like 350 yards four touchdowns they just happen to be perfect that week or he breaks off some crazy runs and it's all going to come together and i could i could see the colts maybe because like remember the jaguars won their season opener in 2020 and then they lost every other game the rest of the season and got trevor lawrence so sometimes you get those random week one wins, So especially in a division game. So I'd pick the Colts. I do think the Jaguars are going to have a really good season, though. They were a real threat, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so looking ahead, I mean, you know, maybe we could do another episode, maybe like Wednesday or something, where like we predict divisions and conference standings, go over our terrible fantasy football teams. I'll probably have yeah. George Kittle again because somehow every year he just ends up on my team. <laughs> Like the quarterbacks will go after by pick four for some reason. The league is in shambles. Our league is in shambles because I mess with all the scoring. So the quarterback the score. The court the quarterback's My going round one. Josh Allen. He's gonna pick him, and I pick like ninth, and I'm gonna have to take like Daniel Jones because he's the only one that's available. And it's gonna and go maybe down. Maybe Rodgers will be a good value at quarterback this year. I love Aaron Rodgers round one pick nine. That's that's <laughs> tremendous value. Classic fantasy. Um, so, yeah, I guess let's do that. We'll have our fantasy draft, obviously, but we could also make our seat. Maybe we can both put together our season predictions, like yeah. records, division playoffs, and all that, and then go over it later this week before the season starts. That sounds like a good plan. But um, 
yeah, that'll do it for us. NFL season on the horizon. Best time of the year. Ready. Best By time far, we are ready. And this is really the first time in a while that we could say both of our teams are legitimate are Super good. Bowl contenders. <laughs> so it should be a lot of fun throughout the season. Should be. All right, we'll talk to you guys next time.